Hello and welcome back to Yay Basketball Overtime, the show after the show. It is Monday, December 27th, 2021, recording live from the Yay Studio. Today with me, I have Justin. Yeah. And our special guest, Trey. Hello. Thank you for joining us, Trey. We appreciate it. Kyle's got the COVID, as you know, COVID-2, electric boogaloo. Um, <laughs> so this is our show after the show. Kyle is uh, sitting this one out, but he was with us in the regular episode that we released on uh, Tuesday, uh, Monday nights, depending on when you listen to this show. Um, be sure to follow us at yay underscore basketball on Twitter and Instagram. Add me on the ground. And just a reminder, we are recording live from the Yay Studio. We'll do it live. Fucking thing. Be sure to like, subscribe, rate five stars. As I mentioned in Tuesday's episode, we just hit the Apple podcast charts, and that's all thanks to you. Keep it up. Let's keep this train rolling. Rate five stars on that Apple podcast app and Spotify. Send a link to a friend if you know somebody that you think would like the show. Send them a link. Share it around. Tell your friends. We do appreciate it. All right, so this is our uh, show after the show. How are we feeling about uh, that new game, uh, Two Truths and a Lie? I like it. I think it's fun. I, uh... I do. I, I don't. I want to be able to tell really crazy lies about NBA players. Yeah, you guys can write that one. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear blast. you. Yeah. The game definitely keeps you on your toes. Yeah. Um, it's fun. It's we, good. We also did. Uh, what did he say? We had eight questions, and I totally thought you guys would do worse. You got Molly <laughs> killed it. That one. Thanks to Justin and Kyle, though. Uh, Kyle's been inside though I that's true he yeah. hasn't done anything so he did mention that yeah he's just got a lot of time on his hands that's sure. uh the Dwayne wade just right off the rip him just something that was wade that was pretty impressive <laughs> right. that so but uh and then of course we'd rapid fire trivia you got two in a row on your second attempt and i i, I like justin said i thought you were just gonna keep going i was, I was like, like holy shit bow, I was like, okay bow. and i was oh, looking at here. i was looking at a couple of the questions i was like oh my god is he gonna get these right <laughs> i was off one on a couple too we all were off that's, that's the hard part one, about that game. Yeah, it's, it's the beauty like, of the game. In your like mind, yeah, in your mind, it's like very close, but then uh, mm-hmm. it's just off, just yep. off. So, yeah. all right, well, so this is overtime. So we do a uh, free flowing kind of talk pod, and uh, we get our get our takes off things like that. So let's uh, let's dive in. I've got I know I've got a couple prompts here for us in overtime. Um, so all star season is approaching. Mm-hmm. You know, those conversations are going to start to be had very soon. Um, and this was something I was looking at earlier. You know, I know you were just looking at stats uh, for this guy a second ago, but is this the first season that LeBron isn't a captain of the all-star team? No. You don't think so? No, I think too many players are missing time. Uh, and since they're not going to go east-west with it, mm-hmm. right, they're just... Mm-mm. Captain. So it's the it's the it's the leading vote getter from the east and the leading vote getter from oh, the west. So he would I be competing Le- with Steph, who he has competed oh, okay. against. Yeah. Now LeBron's always the leading fan vote received, but this year Steph's in, incredible. The Lakers are bad. Yeah. I can you know. see that. I thought it was I just think that he may not games. get it this year. Yeah, he Steph's might not get playing it. Playing out of his mind. Yeah, and I guess it had to happen some point in time, right? Realistically, yeah, the definitely. He's been playing fucking forever. You think popular vote, or it is popular vote, right? So it's fan vote fan leveraged vote. with media vote and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it ends up being this kind of cocktail, but ultimately so many people vote for LeBron, Giannis, Steph, KD, yes. um, that it's typically, it, it's always been one of those three guys, uh, or four guys, I should say. It's always been either, and LeBron's been one every time. Yeah. When he was in the East the first year they did it, it was him and KD, and then mm-hmm. in 2018, and then when the, the next time, the next two times has been, or three times, I should say, has been... Uh, 
uh, Giannis and, and Steph. So, um, or no, sorry, last year he took Steph uh, on his team. But yeah, so that kind of leads me to the question. So let's just say he's not an all-star starter. Excuse me, all-star. He'll definitely be a starter, but he's not an all-star captain this year. Does Where he does he get first? drafted? I feel like you have to take him first. Mm, I don't think he will. You don't, but like, I guess the question is, do you want to be the person who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, I guess because I also don't know who gets to pick first, whatever, right? Let's because it, it would probably depend on who it is. Do you think it's going to be Steph and Giannis or Steph and KD? I think it'll be Steph and KD. So if it's Steph, Steph KD, who, it might be Steph and Giannis, honestly. And like, I feel like it would depend yeah, on who Steph picks Giannis first. Is, yeah, I think if it's Steph, Steph easily picks LeBron because LeBron can pass to anybody, and Steph will just grab the ball and shoot the ball. So Steph, so KD's on the board, and Steph takes LeBron over over Steph. Oh, wait, what? So in this in this instance that you're saying that it's Steph and Giannis are the captains. Oh, I guess yeah. Then KD and KD LeBron is on the board. The KD would be picked. Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I was racking my brain with this earlier. I was trying to think of yeah, how tough. great of a relationship do you think Steph and KD actually have? I don't think it's as tarnished as everybody. I don't think makes it's it tarnished, but like, is it great? No, but I mean, it's Durant, and like they get bonuses for winning the All Star game. They want to win. Yeah. I hear you, and this is obviously all assuming no one has COVID for the entirety of fucking All Star Weekend. But I don't know. He's not. He's not getting picked less than second. Right? I was gonna say. I think LeBron goes first. Yeah. If he's not captain, he goes first. Okay. You got. You got. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think that if uh, if you don't go LeBron, it's like I think that Steph or KD would take Giannis first. Although Steph and Giannis have played in an All Star game together, but so, so has Steph and. and and I mean, LeBron. LeBron, all players can play. It doesn't need to be East West. It's just all. It's all After right. The captains, okay, gotcha. yeah, it's all drafts. Yeah, it's all yeah. drafts. Okay. Yeah. So, so the leading vote getter for the East is, and the leading vote getter oh, for the then, West. Oh, then yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know rough. if LeBron goes second. He definitely doesn't. If he doesn't go like their first pick, he goes to the second pick. Yeah, he won't go after two. No, no I mean, <sighs> I can't. I can't see it. But I also couldn't see a world where he wasn't the captain either True. until he retired. I know we talk about this guy a lot, but is DeRozan a starter in the All-Star yeah. game? Yeah. Definitely All-Star starter. a starter. Yeah. Obviously, everything holding has to be. Yeah, I would say I don't so see too. any other people, like, how many other players in in the East come before him? Yeah. True. Definitely not Beal. Fuck you. <laughs> not, uh, but also, like, not, like, Embiid, not Jimmy Butler. He's a two or three. Not Butler. DeRozan is a... So, in the, in the uh, All-Star game, it's... Front court, back court now. Front court, back so there's three fronts, three fronts, three fronts two backs. And he's considered a front. to start, yeah, because the centers no, get thrown. Sorry, that's, in. Back, that's backwards. Three, two, three backwards. Front court, yeah. DeRozan would be considered a front. Uh huh. So I, uh, it's rough. It's I wouldn't want to have to do that. That's no. a weird choice to make because he has a Jamie, Chris Middleton. Above, um, I'm thinking. I mean, obviously, it all kind of lays on Tatum. who ends up becoming the captains, but. I mean, oh, you're looking at all star votes right now, aren't you? Yes, I voting hasn't you. started yet. Yeah, it did. It, it did. Just it just opened up. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. When the fuck is the all star weekend? Is it mid February? Yeah. Doing it's this nearly up, two man. months ahead of time. I think that's probably. Well, I mean, January's next week. That's true. Yeah, that's right. A few there. days away. Yeah. Um, New year. I don't know, man. The all star game's always been kind of strange, and usually we always think it's a popularity contest, but it's not really just that. Like, because honestly. People like no one ever gets snubbed, snubbed in my opinion, to the point where like you're like, holy shit. Uh, there's been shit. some snubs. Booker and got my, snubbed. Yeah. Last year, Beal got, got snubbed. Yeah. Your boy Beal got snubbed. Yeah. You and if it wasn't that. due to injury re- replacements, 
they wouldn't have played in the game. I know, but generally the best players in the league are the fan favorite players in the league. There's a reason. Like those two kind of go hand in hand. Who's the uh, biggest name that's a first time All Star this year? First time All Star? Mm-hmm. Lamella Ball. Ooh. Definitely. Oh, was Ja last? Ja? Ja's not an All Star. Ja. I was say Ja. Would, well, yeah, be the an biggest name. Well, ja. yeah. I mean, because I mean, but everyone kind of expected him to. Like this is for sure. If he's, you know if he's I mean? not an all star, then the entire all star weekend, I'm just where's Ja? Where's yeah. Ja? <laughs> they they did okay. Uh, surprisingly, the Grizzlies did all right in mm-hmm. the um, uh, in Ja's absence, but he came back, and now he's got him in the fourth seed in did the you West. Hear some fans when he first came back, what like Memphis fans were chanting, "We don't need you," because they were doing so well without him. Uh, wow, that's that's trash. Right that's there. trash. Yeah. I'm like, like, are you guys stop? Great players win championships. Do you want to do anything ever? Great players win championships. Yeah. Jaw is going to be a great player. Um, what about Darius Garland? Is he a first time All Star? Kyle Darius and I were Garland this last is week. definitely an All Star. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on where they end up, though. True. I think they're overachieving hard right now, and it's amazing, and it's great to sign for their future. Um, but I think more likely than him being an All Star. Is uh, their head coach being coach of the year? Do you think that they're overachieving for real though? Agreed with that. Mm-hmm. I do think they are though. I I don't know if they're. I'm sorry, they were in the. Power... I think he's coming. I think he's coming up to his potential. They always knew that he would play to this statue. Yeah, they were like I... in the Big Twelve last year, and now they're like. No, and I hear you, but here's my thing about it: like they were at number four in the power rankings, like oh, like last week, ahead of the Nets. Like they're not. They're You're not taking now. them over the Nets in a seven-game series. They're no. ahead of the Bucks in that. No. They're ahead of the. You know what I mean? The yeah. 76ers. And they're the eight now. So yeah, they're but so eight, yeah. like that's why I say they're over, definitely overachieving for the talent they have at where that talent is now. And especially with Sexton not playing, mm-hmm. like nobody thought that they would be playing this well. No, I, not at I, all. I didn't. I yeah, and <laughs> it's, it's been great, hurt. but I don't think. I don't know. I like I said. I think it's more likely their coach gets coach of the year than he gets to be an All Star. Which isn't a bad thing. Your co- like, that coach has done fucking well. I don't know who it is off the top of my head. Who is it? Do you think Sexton gets traded by the mm-hmm. by the end of the year? Yeah. So I'm. You know, our our yay basketball resident Cavs guy uh, <laughs> is uh, is Kyle, and given his absence, but he um, he mentioned last week that uh, the Cavs quote want to trade Sexton just because he's bait or you know I mean he's talent and they need players if they want to take the next step so um because he was definitely their best player before he got hurt Sexton and yeah yeah I mean before Colin Sexton numbers wise uh, what they call him the young bull he's an animal sometimes yeah. and he gets on the court well he had that big game against the Nets last year or a couple yeah. years ago um the whole thing with the Cavs, and we talked about the Cavs at length now, which deservingly so, I feel. You know, like you said, yeah. Justin, whether they're overachieving or not, if you are doing this well with the team that you've assembled, that let's be real here, doesn't have any like true stars on it. You know, you've got up and comers, Isaac Coro, yeah. Darius Garland. Um, oh, fuck, who's Kyle's guy? The big guy, uh, Dar- uh, Mobley. Mobley, uh, uh, Mobley. Mobley, Jared Allen. Jared Allen, but also, like, let's be real, like, they don't have like stars on that team and they're doing no. well. Mm-hmm. If before the season you had showed me the standings as of right now and blocked out the Cavs and the Pacers, I would have switched them in my brain. Um, because as it sits now, or as it stands now, I should say, the Pacers are 13th at 14 and 20, and the Cavs are 5th at 20 and 13. Um, yeah. 
the Pacers have Lavert, the Pacers have Brogdon, the Pacers have Miles Turner and Demonis Sabonis, and I just those guys are bigger names mm-hmm. for sure than anybody on the Cavs. Um, no. Yes, uh, the thing about the Cavs is they play the other kind of basketball, which is big guys. Yeah, they do have a big. So big they lineup. have they've got Marketing, uh, they've got Jared Allen, they've got Mobley. So you're they're went the opposite way of the league. The Marketing's at their three, I think. Exactly. So you're you're playing Seven foot three. Three, yeah, like just freaking <laughs> Jesus. But I mean, Jared Allen's six ten, uh, Marketing seven eleven or six eleven. Six eleven. Sorry. Sheesh. Uh, and then Mobley is six eleven. It's like so you're playing. What I would we could all probably call is that uh, Lakers basketball when they had Powell and they had Bynum. named Bynum and oh, Odom and everybody. Yeah. So like mm. they went that way, and it's obviously having success. I want I, my thing is I bet you it's having success because it's so different that everybody else can really match up with that you're gonna find success that way because those are more high percentage shots. While we get it, if you shoot what is it a thirty or threes, it's like hitting half your twos or whatever it is. Yeah. But, like, all right, I'll, that's fine. I'm just going to make you tired. I'm going to hit more than half For of my sure. twos because these guys are taller than your whole team. Yeah. They do have that kind of uh, just the law of attrition thing. Like, they're just bigger and stronger in a lot of ways. Um, I wish I could uh, give a deep dive on the Cavs. I just don't. I haven't seen them. I don't watch them. Yeah. I do like the Cavs, though. Like, yeah. I like their lineup. I like Darius Garland mm-hmm. as a guard. He's- but just kind of regardless of their, uh, you know, um, their, their output um, as a team, I just I don't tune into Cavs games. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll turn on a Nets, Bulls, Bucks, Heat, uh, Sixers. I fuck it. I'd watch a Celtics game. Gladly watch a Hawks game. Uh, lots of teams in the West. You know, Warriors, Suns, Grizzlies, Jazz. I guess uh, Nuggets, of course. Lakers, of course. Mavs. I'd watch Luca, but they're just one of those teams that I'm just not going to see them playing really anybody and turn on this turn on the TV just because of them. Um, I do wonder if that changes in like. Four years when you've got Garland and Mobley, who are potential yeah. max deal players, like as far as like actual ability in the future. Right. No, I so, I, I, and I, I do focus on like players. Like I'll watch a game just to like watch a certain player's yeah. matchup, or you know that's just always how I've been. So I I love watching Darius Garland, but I I get what you mean. Like who who's like oh I'm gonna go watch the Cavs tonight. Yeah, like I, if I pull up a a a, a day full of games, I'm not Excited. circling the Cavs on. Yeah, the, on if the, you don't have NBA TV or whatever, they don't get a lot of. Oh no, you're time. streaming those yeah, say, completely legally, <laughs> completely <laughs> legally yeah. streaming those games through uh, NBA League Pass. Um, okay, uh, so just to kind of circle back, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess we don't really know where LeBron would get picked then. It's, it's no yeah. less than two if if he's not a captain. Mm-hmm. If he's not a captain, which I'm I don't still think. not convinced that he ha- doesn't have the ability to lead the league in scoring this season. I don't think he's <laughs> this season. No way. This no. season, he's no averaging twenty seven point four. He's close. He's, right close. he's yeah, tied for third right yeah, now. He's close. Yeah, but it we're, could happen. We're, Let somebody get hurt. We're nearly halfway through the season. For COVID and. Um, 1.4 points per game is a lot. Is a lot. Is a lot. He'd have to take a bit per like per game average. He would have to take a big leap. Um, Put this into perspective for you. Oh, I had it here a second ago. I lost it. It's gone. 
She gone. It's gone. She gone. She gone. Okay. He was him and him and Steph though over the last week were both averaging like thirty six points or something like thirty like thirty plus. You said he's tied for third. Yes. So I'm on NBA.com right now. Durant ha- uh, Durant is at twenty nine point seven. Steph's at twenty seven point nine. Giannis is at 20. he's not gonna fucking. He's at twenty seven point four. That's just, Giannis is what I see. I know, but LeBron's also on there. The problem is he's he was hurt early league and league he hadn't scoring. played enough games yet. Not over Steph. Steph's shooting like five threes a game. I under I under <laughs> yeah. I understand what you're saying. Are you on ESPN again? Again, he's not listed because he hasn't played enough games yet. What do you mean he's you played play plenty? It, there's like a minimum of it's like a minimum of ten. He's played more than ten. I just I know what he's averaging. Okay. So Trey is averaging twenty seven point three. Demar mm-hmm. is at twenty six point seven. He's not going to win the scoring title this year. That's no, uh, no I, wish. I really don't I mean, think. You asked me this before we started recording here, but that if I asked, uh, if I thought that he could win the scoring you really title, think that's possible. Yeah, seriously, this year I think it's possible. You think it's it'll possible? Happen? Sure, it's possible, I don't think. But, it, but here's, so here's, here's the happen. question, I guess, and it really kind of happens is if. So if we've got health and safety protocols and we've got fucking cripply ass ankles Durant, True. who's leading league in scoring right now, mm-hmm. right? He is either going to continue leading league in scoring and go up higher, I believe, right? Or we saw James Harden just score thirty fucking six on Christmas Day, and so James Harden's going to take away from him, potentially points wise. Obviously, What's this is not an right MVP, uh, James Harden. I don't know what James Harden's. He's averaging like 20, 20 something. Yeah. Um, but his his numbers were down to start the year, and they keep they're rising. Okay. Steadily. So what happens if Kyrie comes back? Exactly. That's kind of my thing. So like, if Kyrie comes back, he's also going to eat in to Kevin Durant's points. So right. Yeah, that's so realistically, the two so people LeBron that can, jump up. yeah. And so if LeBron moves up because AD can't stay healthy and he has to take that offensive load, and Russ can't hit. And Russ can't hit anything. <laughs> I don't know. It just it seems plausible. Um, you have a point. It's plausible, but it's just not. You know, I don't. He's not going to put in the it, effort for that. It might have to. Because he doesn't. I don't. I don't think he. Okay, so I don't think LeBron ever looks around and goes, "We can't win the title." He goes, "I don't have any years left. I have to go try and win a title right now." And how do? How can I do that? And if he goes, "Okay, I just am going to score," then he can definitely average thirty. And if he averages 30 the rest of the way, the average comes up from 27. I just think that he's at a point in his career where they're not winning the title this year. Like, it's just not going to happen. But do you think he thinks that? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he thinks that. I don't think he signs it. I don't think he he just writes people off in ways that, you know, media and fans like us do. But, um, but like he he gets to a point like 2018 where you get a roster you look around you go oh fuck I'm gonna have to do this all on my own but that was four years ago but that also in that time frame there was an unbeatable team on the floor there is no unbeatable team anymore I think that there are plenty of unbeatable teams to the Lakers I hear what you're saying don't think they can get past the Suns He's dropped over Unless, 30 the last if, four games. Okay, 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 okay. This is also... We also talked about it last year. We thought they were going to beat the Suns until Anthony Davis gets hurt. That's what I was and saying. And they were molly-whopping them. That's true. What I was prefacing this is, I Sorry. guess I'm talking about currently constructed without Anthony Davis, which, as Kyle continues to harp on, rightfully so, mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is never around. Yeah. So he's never playing. He's never here. He's never active. Like, yeah. when the fuck can you count on him? He can't. So who knows? Also, LeBron is... Kind of uh, the king, obviously, but the king of getting basically a fucking whole new team at the trade deadline-ish, all-star game time, and making that team work for him and then making it happen. 
Mm-hmm. Cause I think if LeBron's healthy, I don't care what AG is right now. Obviously he can't be 60 and do this, but as he was currently constituted, he has shown he can still play crazy. And if you just trade away some of these other pieces and get a bunch of those roles, then you're fine. And so I win a title, maybe, maybe not, but I think LeBron thinks he can win a title. And if he decides the only way he's going to be able to do that is to score, then I don't think he's above doing that to try and win, even though he'll, even if he does that and wins games, they're going to go, he's stat padding for the scoring title, even if they need all those points to win. I think the biggest hindrance to that possibility of LeBron winning the scoring title this season is, 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 is another player. Russell Westbrook. You're goddamn right, Trey. Uh, I mean, Christmas Day, if you watched those games, um, what was the score? I don't know what the score was, but it's down to the wire. I think it was a one-point game, one-possession game, something like LeBron that. LeBron was open and Russ took it. Yeah, that, sure. But more so than that, just Russ just taking shots, just doing his thing. And then he comes out with a quote today that just says, you know, I'm, Russ says, I'm beyond worried about what people are saying about me or, or telling me I should do things of that nature. It's just that mentality. It's that quote, quote, why not mentality? And it's like, I get it. Sure. I wonder if that's, and I know that's his mentality in general, but I do wonder if it's LeBron also saying, do play like this and eventually it's going to work. If you keep doing sure. what I tell I you, it's know. going to work. I don't know, man. We've Russ got how many years like that. Yeah. How many years of evidence do we have? And of now LeBron s- making players better a lot. Yeah. But yeah, but of, of, of them Russ making, Team top, top players, but he makes scores. Not we only have the evidence of that one time when he was young with Kevin Durant. Yeah, but he's done the same thing. He plays the same same type of way. LeBron is great at making players great when he's able to change their game a bit. Yeah, Dwight Howard, I think, is the most shining example. He was mm-hmm. on the back burner of benches. Yeah, for the Hawks. He didn't play for, or he did play for the Hornets. Mm -hmm. This is a guy that was around, I think he played for six teams or something like that because the Lakers, he played for the Lakers three times now. Mm -hmm. He was a backup center for the the Sixers last year. He changed his game to say, yo, be a role player, fucking catch these lobs, fucking run and gun and do nothing else. You're never going to get a post up. Yeah. You're never going to, and honestly, let's not kid ourselves here. It's not fucking Frank Vogel sitting down with these players having these conversations. It's LeBron, it's Anthony Davis. These two are the, it's their team. So if LeBron is able to sit down with Russell Westbrook and change his, his, a, a notably hard headed guy in what, what, it, what, he was drafted in what, 2008? 2006? Uh, Westbrook? Yeah. I have yeah. to look it up, but. Was it um, Kevin Durant? If, if Kevin Love was 2009. They were the same draft. I think 2008. Was, yeah, so he's okay. the fourth pick to the Sonics mm-hmm. in 2000, 2008. So we're looking at now four, 13 seasons. Mm-hmm. He's not changing that kind of who is notably hard ahead is the thing. We're not talking For about sure. a Kevin Love, Chris Bosh, Dwight Howard examples, you know, just people like that. These guys that are able to be the third wheel. Mm-hmm. This is Russell Westbrook. Yeah. yeah he's never he not been the number two at least. For sure. His best season in the league, the year he won the MVP, granted a lot of it was stat padding, as Carl Anthony Towns would say, which a lot of people would agree, and Steven Adams helped him get the rebounds and triple-doubles and all that, yeah, but the conversation for another day. Um, <laughs> his best season in the league, he was the guy. For sure. And he still thinks he's the guy. Uh, and I, I don't think that's true. He might not I think, think that he's the guy, but I think he thinks he's still capable of that. And if, it doesn't, if there's nothing that proves that, more than watching him play, he plays in a way that is is evident that he thinks that he is still the Russell Westbrook of 2012. 
the I guy that you. was like this young fucking superstar, up and coming athletic freak. Like the and guy that's scoring thirty points a game. Right, and 20. he's he's still athletically gifted for sure. He's not like he hasn't fallen off in ways that we've seen some he of those three knee surgeries, and he still jumps out of the gym. Yeah, he he's but super he doesn't athletic. need to be doing that with the Lakers. Exactly. You know I mean, he has like sure. he has Malik Monk. He has he has a, they got shooters to set up. He he could just be passing the ball all game. No, I hear you. And he has other players that will knock down shots and he's still taking as many sh- jump shots as he was taking that everybody was like hey you're hindering the star the other stars from scoring i get you whatever it may be but. i i, I just i don't like think that they that uh lebron's capable of changing this guy and 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 to russell's credit good for him you know like it's he's never gonna win a championship not never but i don't think he will He'll never be the best player on the team, and I don't think at this point in his career he'll be the second best player on the team unless he just pairs up with some young freak. Um, or if even, he establishes his own rule. If he establishes the right rule yeah, with he that can, team, he, they could win. But they that's the be, thing. If you can't do it with LeBron, I don't think you can do it with anybody. Nobody. Because LeBron's the most, uh, careful how I word this, but he's the most forgiving in terms of play styles. Like I feel like his mm-hmm. he can adapt to any... LeBron's going to adapt to anyone's play style and then mold them into a, a like a kind of a joint play style. Saying. Like yeah. I, I think that he is yeah. kind of telling Russell, Hey, play this, not play this certain way, but I'm sure he's like, Hey, keep shooting, yeah. keep doing this. It'll, it'll, you know, like, it, it'll it, weird. it was like a stat came out. So Russell is notably a bad three point shooter, terrible shooter terrible. in general, but yeah, shooter in general, but specifically three point shooting, right? Shots. Unless it's from the corner where he hit the very clutch three, I uh, forget when, uh, what's his name? Hit the game winner. The, Ray Allen? No, the white kid uh, for the Lakers. Oh, I don't remember his name. Uh, AR-15 is his name, but I don't know his actual Austin name. Reeves. Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves, yeah. right? So Austin Reeves hits the game winner, but before that, uh, Russell Westbrook hadn't had a fucking shot for a shot for anything, and LeBron knows in that corner, at that like in that corner specifically, he shoots a great percentage. So yeah. I guarantee LeBron goes, hey, go to that corner. We'll get you the ball. Boom. Bucket, but he's the right? point guard. LeBron's the point guard. True. So, and also player coach. So, I just, uh, I think LeBron's going to go, okay, if I can get you the ball right there, I think he knows if Russ sees the ball go in. Because we forget when he won MVP, you know what they did? Every time he had a triple-double, they won those games. They won the majority of their games. When he had a triple-double, they were literally off the charts winning percentage-wise. Now, to be fair, that team was awful. But I just think if anybody can do it, LeBron can do it. And if he can't, He'll trade him out of town. And everybody goes, well, who will take him? Um, anybody who wants to sell tickets in their arena will take. I think they should Russell definitely Westbrook. trade Russell Westbrook. Over you have AD, to, if, but that, if, some, if somebody's in the talks. You know who's everything going to want him? What's that? Yeah, I, if you're the Kings, why wouldn't you? You're not really making moves to really fix anything in your fucking franchise forever. So it ends up being. Badly, <laughs> ends up being Buddy Hill anyway. It ends up being Badly, Buddy Hill. Anyway. Good God. So, you could, so the Lakers could have had. Buddy Hill. Caruso, Healed, and DeRozan. And now we're sitting with Ariza Westbrook. Malik I would have helped Monk. the league so much. I think I Monk, wanted that trade. Monk's to a good player. Monk's a good uh, player. Who, who came back? Uh, Trey. Oh yeah, I guess you didn't watch the games. Uh, who who was the gay? Who was the guy on Christmas Day that came back? Signed a ten day and like earned his keep. Keeping up with James Harden. Obviously, James Harden went off, but still, just like gave him hell. Gave it's him the fits. Lakers. Yeah. Fuck. I've got to look it it's up. It's not right. it, is it? No. 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 It, <laughs> it didn't get signed again. Yeah. No. They let he, him go. They let him go. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just you know, I I'm uh, looking it up right now. It's okay. uh, well, I'm gonna have to go to ESPN. Give me one second. Here, he played like 30 plus minutes the other night. 
Um, not Wayne Ellington. Stanley Johnson. Stanley oh, Johnson. Yeah. Stanley Johnson. That's Stanley a Johnson. Name. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a blue collar. Arizona name Wildcat. Right Stanley Johnson gave uh, Harden fits. I mean, Harden so <laughs> went bonkers. Thirty-six points. But he was just all over him. I mean, he was. He was. He. He. He played well. Um, we got to move on from the Lakers. We talk about them so much. I was going to say. I do want to talk made... about one person real quick. I was just Beasley. Who? No. I was no. going to say, Michael Beasley needs to get a 10 day. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to get a 10 day. So this past week in the league, a couple of things happened, right? Rudy Gobert had a 2020 game, right? 2020 games are hard. Um, remember when Rudy's like, I'm going to take the best player. Like, I got... Jokic, right? Jokic had fucking 40. Well, that's because also Jokic had two 2020 games this past week. Yeah, Jokic uh, has been killing Dude's me. a monster. And that's why, like, Shut him and Giannis not really getting MVP love is crazy to me. Giannis more so than well, Nikola just because the team's not doing as well for the Nuggets. But the fact that Giannis isn't getting that MVP love versus the other two being Steph and Steph AD. getting the record just, like, kind of, like, tops. But, but like I mean, we already knew matter. that was gonna happen. Like, it was wasn't like happen, he did it. But but that's kind of my thing too. If he would have done it, like he would have had sixteen in a game and broke it the game, he could have done that. I'd have been all on board and be like, "This is so amazing." But, Five threes a game is crazy. But he's he's just gonna do that, and that record is going to be broken. No, it's not. It, What's the record? Oh, 16 as, in a, threes count, in a game. It's counting. No, 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 no his record's counting. Threes all time will be broken. No, it, won't. This, it, it will. This, it you think will. So? Yes, yeah. we're taking more and more and more. Because and uh, also, it depends on when he retires. Steph. Right? So sure. Steph's going to finish with at least, pro- I mean, four thousand. At least I was four. Say he doubles this. Doubles. No, maybe it. not doubles. Okay. No, I think he hits it. at least a thousand more threes before he retires. Yeah, he'll finish with four thousand. I I don't think it's unheard of for him to finish with five. No. Right? But if, he, no, even then, no, it's, but, if, it, if you're going to say anyone's But Steph. even then, it's going to be broke. Because we all we see other players in the league hitting the smaller marks faster than Steph did. He's 33. So who's on he's pace? He's playing five so more years. Who's, who's at pl- the level? Who's hitting? Right? Who's hitting on level with him right now? He, well, but here's the thing. This is what this is Justin's argument, and two, okay. and I do agree with this argument. Steph came into the league. He was drafted in uh, 2009, okay. and in 2009, we, we we credit Steph Curry with the revolution of the three point shot. Right, For he's sure. the best shooter of all time, which is a heavy, the heaviest part of this. Right, he's he's the rightful owner of this record because he's the best shooter of all time. But he did not come into the league shooting these the amount of threes that people do now. No, uh, I don't think it's unrealistic for someone like Trey Young to break that record. Because Trey Young came into the league in a time because of Steph Curry, where you shoot like that. where you shoot like that, you shoot that many threes, you take yeah, that many shots up, per game. He probably grew up. I mean, looking at, he, I mean, like, yeah, that was probably like. Even Trey Young in, in, in Oklahoma was, yeah, was taking those kinds of doing. threes. Yeah. Right. And so now with the Hawks, it's his team. He's the guy. You saw what he did against New York last year. Uh, it's not unrealistic to see. And then also, you know, Justin's favorite guy to reference when three-point shooting comes up, Duncan Robinson, the fastest to what was 100, 200, 300, Yeah, 400. all the way up to like oh, yeah, six Duncan. or seven. So yeah, like, right. but, yeah. And to be fair, he doesn't shoot a lot. But if you're the fastest to all these other points, eventually someone is going to say, hey, just – be the be our two guard on the court, yeah, and just shoot. He'll be Clay. He'll be someone's Clay Thompson. Exactly. And Duncan if he Robinson. is just that, and he's already the thing about Steph too, we forget is he got hurt and he missed so much time, and yeah. so he missed so much time, and then he took off with his threes. That it's gonna get broken. It's just a matter of time, and yeah. it's also just a really big matter of when he stops playing. Like, yeah, I don't. Does he really play five more years? If you're not gonna be really be able to win, and you really, I mean, I mean, do you? If you're Steph. 
And the same thing with LeBron. You're the all-time great. Do you want to see the decline? Because, like, I don't really consider, like, a mellow that all-time echelon great, the way we look at Steph, KD, and LeBron. I would agree. Right? No. No, not the same level. But so to me, Melo taking the back seat, Dwight taking the back seat is not as big of a deal. LeBron's not going to go be a f- off the bench guy. LeBron's always going to be a starter, and he's going to be arguably your best or second best player on your team until he retires. Because he's not, he's just not going to tarnish his career like that. Mm. And for him to like downhill that much, like he had to play till he was like 60. Because like we're looking at a down LeBron, old LeBron in the last three games averaged 36 points per game. Him and Steph averaged the same in the last three games. That's what I was looking for earlier. In those three games, LeBron's teams are 0-3 and Curry's games are 3-0. I was going to say, in the last, like, five games, he's scored over, like, 20. Or I think one game he had, like, 18. But He's he's destroying. But to me, that's when you're that level, you don't keep playing like that. You stop. And the reason is the young kids that are coming up for Golden State are going to be really good. So do you really want aging Steph Curry still out there just because of the remembrance and the reverence for him as the Warriors? And then take a spot from a young guy yes. that you can go win titles with. Yeah. So, because how because, long do you do that for? Well, I mean, we talked, we had this conversation a couple weeks back that Steph is the exact kind of player slash person that can play this way, the way he's playing now, into his early forties because. He the, the only thing that's going to change, he's not Derrick Rose. He's not Russell Westbrook. He's not these uber-athletic, uh-huh. he's not John Morant, these uber-athletic point guards who jump out of the gym and, and are eventually going to encounter unfortunate injuries in that way. He's already gone through that. He's adapted his game to be that. He, he the only step, quick. yeah, but the only thing that he's going to be missing with his older age is the off-ball movement, which is a, a significant portion of his game. I think you'd agree, right, Trey? Steph Curry. Steph Curry is Yeah, that's the biggest part of his game is his off-ball movement. Yeah, but but he will always be able to shoot a basketball. For sure. But I he, mean, always. He has to get separation at a certain point in time. Yeah. And we're like, oh, he shoots with no separation. But if you take away that half step that he doesn't have, then you're like, you can't even get, you're not going to get the ball up. You know, I just mentioned somebody that I actually wanted to talk about just for a moment. I, like um, I had this thought the other day. Uh, we were talking about athletic point guards and Russell Westbrook and John Morant and and, uh, and there's a name that I mentioned, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Is Derrick Rose a Hall of Famer? No. <laughs> Sorry. No. No. I think Derrick. Uh, <laughs> is Derrick Rose a Hall of Famer? Well, when I saw that top seventy-five list, he very well may. I think he could be. He's not on that list. No, I'm saying okay. like the seventy, like the players that were on there. Mm-hmm. I had questions about the players that were left Uh-oh. out. So it's kind of like, uh, we're going back to that. We're not Are we rehashing this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see in any world how he is. Well, I so hear let's you. go he through w- it. He, got, he won an MVP. He the didn't youngest deserve. to win an MVP. And that's right. it, though. Like, he didn't change the game. But that's the youngest. He, he, he said it. I mean, that's. Okay. Do we agree? The that, youngest to ever win an MVP. Yeah, but he didn't deserve it. And if he, I, uh. That's true. The narrative was heavy in 2011. So the the, you know, a lot of people say, oh, LeBron should have eight MVPs or have whatever the number one yeah. is you want to use. Really, the only season that it was apparent that LeBron had the narrative against him due to his whole villain role was in 2011 after he just joined the Heat. Gotcha. Um, My weird thing about like D Rose, he legitimately think of how many good seasons, like great seasons, he had in the league. And if you could name them on your five hands, probably just the five years. There's one, but 
his MVP season. But like, so yeah, I get I get what you're saying. Okay, so let's go through this. Yeah. Okay. So his so his MVP season, he averaged twenty five points, seven point seven rebound. Excuse me, seven point seven assists, uh-huh. and four rebounds per game. And that's his first season in the league, right? No, that was twenty eleven. He that was his third season in the league. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, he was an All Star those three seasons. Uh, obviously, the playoffs of 2012 is when he injures his ACL. Doesn't play 13, uh, excuse me, 12, 13, um, and then really is never ever even close to that level again. The yeah. best, the best season points production that we saw after that 25, uh, the MVP season. The Knicks. Um, after that, after the excuse me, the the 2012 season when he injures his ACL in the playoffs, 21.8 was his was his season average. After that year, after the ACL injury, he doesn't get back to anything even close to that until 2019 Wow! with Detroit, okay. where he averaged 18.1 points per game, 5.6 assists, and only two rebounds per game. So well, he's doing something over there, right? Huh? Can I ask you one? Can I ask you to look something up real quick? Yeah, yeah. Uh, can we compare his career to one Isaiah Thomas? Which one? The new one. Because he had one amazing monster season. Yeah. He didn't and win MVP, he, though. I, fair enough. That, but that's, I feel like, the only difference between the two players. Okay, so... Is he didn't win the MVP, even though he, he played out of his mind, right? Played Derrick crazy. Rose is a way... In their prime, Derrick Rose would shit. All over as On Adams. IT. Yeah, if we're talking one-on-one. Like, not even sure. a comparison. No, not one-on-one. Just in general as a player. Better player like, overall by a overall, lot. Not even close. Like every every category. Don't do this. Maybe shooting he would be the only thing that he'd hang with. Don't Derrick do this. You For don't, real. Yeah, you don't, don't embarrass want this. yourself. Yeah, you really don't. No, he wants to embarrass himself. But you don't want to do this. You don't want to do it this way. You think Derrick Rose and Isaiah That's Thomas, both in their primes. No, who had the better career? Derek Who had Rose. the better career, Derrick Rose? He won an MVP. Okay, but that's one we all think he didn't deserve. So if you had um, to choose, yes, two, but if you had to choose out of the two, who would be in the Hall of Fame? I you'd choose it. I would ch- neither. Who's the better player? Better player based on their career stats. Let's look at Just it. who's the better player? Uh, I test would probably tell you would would who would tell you Derrick Rose? Justin, there are thirty-one players in the history of the NBA mm-hmm. who have ever won a Most Valuable Player regular season. Award. Hey, what was his career high points per game? Uh, Derrick Rose. That 20, doesn't matter. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Well, it's was twenty-eight point nine. So that that just automatically makes him a better player. Uh, he also he's averaged uh, twenty point three, twenty-two points per game. You know what I mean? So what about on the defensive hey, side? Hey, his highest scoring season. Uh, are you on Basketball Reference? I'm on ESPN. Oh, okay, so on. Do you have his? Do you have the those his, season stats for that? Uh, for his 28 point game. Mm-hmm. Tw- uh, 28 point season. Yeah, 28.9 points. What what did he average per uh, for assists five, that season? 5.9. Okay, very pretty pretty far off from the nearly mm-hmm. eight. Two point seven rebounds. Two point yeah. seven rebounds because uh-huh. he's a he's the size of a sneaker. For How sure. many turnovers? Two point eight. How many mm. turnovers did Derrick Rose have? Three point four, but that's <laughs> okay. also I, I'll call it. Okay. I'm not call that even. Call the assist and turnovers even, just because it probably it ends up mm-hmm. kind of leveling out. This is not a conversation. I it's understand not. what you're saying. What, what's what's Derrick Rose's career points per game? Eighteen point two, and it's is eighteen. Has it ever gotten hurt? Has he dealt with yeah, any I was about knee to say, injuries? That was my next thing. Multiple knee injuries. Yeah. ACL multiple. He, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure he did. Did he not? Uh, not that so. I know. Does I, he I, have I, one? Does he have an ACL? It, he doesn't have. He's one. the size of an ACL. <laughs> no, you know. I mean, 
you know, I mean, if Derek Rose can't come back from an ACL, I get it. Like, IT played the day after his sister died and just murdered, but like, it's fine. Um, As you uh, would say, quit whining. I, and he did. He, he quit whining and he balled out. He Listen, did. let me tell you this. And they traded. I'm I just do. saying, if you look at their careers, if you if you put the numbers up, you don't you don't say the names. You just put the stats up. They're not that different. And I will say, unfortunately, in a little bit of credit to your argument, we do get caught up in some Derrick Rose highlight porn. Yeah. Like, the dunk against the the Suns, the block against the Celtics. He was Westbrook before Westbrook, right? He could murder. Man, like, he, he, he was the Westbrook. Really. Like, holy crap! Yeah, like, he was he out was of insane. this world. But if you just put the numbers up, they're going to look similar if you take the names off the jersey, and you're like, mm. well, except so, for out on court, because Derrick Rose, yeah, you just put his the athleticism, up. and this isn't necessarily reflective of highlights, but his Derrick Rose's athleticism translated so much. Better on the defensive side than than Isaiah Thomas ever could. Like Isaiah Thomas, yeah, I mean, he's sure. itty bitty baby boy. Yeah, no you one's know. also His accusing either of them so. to be that great of defenders. No, but Derrick Rose but was better for sure, more capable, leagues ahead of Isaiah Thomas defensively. I, mean, I hear you. I'm just saying it doesn't seem like they're that different when you just look at the numbers. I can't. I actually can't believe that there's a little bit of credence to this argument. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's actually kind of blowing my mind. It's, I, I think it's actually, I didn't, how many, I didn't think it was going to go this well for me. How many uh, seasons did, uh, or has Isaiah Thomas played in the league? Let's not count this year because he played 10, uh, 10 Well, he games. also only played three games last year. Played one, two, Did he play three, with Denver or four, Cleveland? five, six, seven, no. eight, Who did nine, he play ten, with last year? 11, he's played Denver. 11 seasons in the league if you don't count the last two when he played a combined eight games. Man, um, and there, I mean, it's just I, I don't know. It's Derek Rose has been eight seasons a little bit. Wait, I'm sorry, how many seasons? He's been 11. doing eleven. Yeah. yeah, Derek Rose has fifteen. Mm. I mean, that's I just I don't want to do I don't I can't I know and Derek I, Rose is still I on our roster too. Thirty one players, and that's he's okay. still and he's still like actively like getting PT. Like this dude's like. Barely getting yeah. 10 day. IT just came in, uh, you know, chilling and just put up 20 points in like 19 minutes. No big deal. And got cut. Uh, yeah, he ain't yeah, nowhere he anymore. Anything, bro. So I the mean, Lakers that need I help. I, they when need was the last help. time Derrick Rose had a 20 point game? Probably like uh, six years ago. Oh, okay. this year? Last <laughs> six years <laughs> last ago? Year. I'm just saying. Definitely last year. Okay. I, I mean, I hear you. I'm he just may have had one this year. I can't believe that that's actually something that I've. I mean, obviously, okay, as a player, Derrick Rose is an infinitely better player. But, infinitely yeah, you're right. Stats-wise, man, they're right more there. close than I thought. Yeah, I get it, and I, and I don't disagree with you. If I look at them on paper, if I'm at the gym, I'm picking Derrick Rose, right? If he's even at the gym and not on crutches. <laughs> but I'm we, just saying. We just got some breaking news from our co-host, Kyle, who bet the over on DeRozan's points, rebounds, assists. Uh, DeRozan hit. Uh, he has 38 points, rebounds, assists with nine minutes left in the game. I wonder what Trey's at right now. Oh, I guess he just the scoreboard real quick to know that. Oh, and the Bulls are going to win. That means I'm also going to hit my bet. So I'm going to take the. the yeah, you're going to win down. big time. Oh, yeah. I'm going to win 16. Uh, Trey has 21 points. 21. We all hit. Yay. Yeah. Oh, well, I bet them yet. all. I bet them all, though. What do you mean? I bet all of my points. How much? Oh, you, you bet but a lot. But Trey though. needs 30. I bet the under. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Something I want to. Oh, there's still a lot of fourth quarter left, bro. It's like nine minutes, right? 
eight eight minutes and twenty three seconds, but they're up by oh, they're only up by eight. Mm, it is possible. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay. Something that I wanted to talk about. Uh, we might have something in the works here for um, for something in the future. I like it. Uh, but. You guys know about the Sixers thing, right? I know we talked about it very briefly before we started recording. Oh, I mean, kind bit. of. I'd like for you to recap it for me real quick yeah. if you could. So, last week, uh, it was on Monday. Um, I'm going to kind of paraphrase from this article uh, from Defector. Uh, the Sixers announced a partnership with a company called Colorstar, which, quote, focuses on the application of tech and artificial intelligence in the entertainment industry. Um, they released a press release, uh, which featured a quote from CEO Star, uh, Color Star's CEO, Lucas Capetian, uh, quote, thrilled to partner with the Philadelphia 76ers, a top-level NBA team, uh, and a short video from the contract signing event in Philadelphia. Um, the Sixers over the last several years have, quote, uh, the, the, quote, the Sixers over the last several years have aspired to and grown into an international brand, Sixers president Chris Hex said in the clip. Okay. So, very straightforward. Philadelphia mm -hmm. makes a partnership with some AI, you know, uh, tech company, right? It's very, very... And it was the 76ers. So, it's not like the 76ers are owned by somebody that's another company. Yep. And that company partnered with them. The actual 76ers did yep. this. The Philadelphia 76ers. Okay. Um, so, you know, very normal in this day and age. You know, metaverse is happening. All this shit's mm -hmm. coming around. Uh, you know, AI and, uh, and uh, AI... AI, AR, <laughs> VR, I think is what I meant to say. Yep. Um, NFTs, any abbreviation you can come up with. Um, and so it makes sense that a, that a big name franchise like this kind of wants to plant their flag in, in that space, in that sector. Um, but there's some things that are weird about this. So mm -hmm. the Color Star CEO, Lucas Capetian, um, maybe doesn't exist. <laughs> That's not good. So what do you mean maybe doesn't exist. Mike? So so let's let, let me just kind of go through it. So the CEO of the company, uh, uh, Color Star, um, he he was announced. Uh, his his hiring was announced five days prior to the uh, contract signing with the Sixers. Right. Okay. Um, his LinkedIn page, which. Um, if you're really anybody professional in any kind of realistic space, you have a, a fairly a fairly sizable LinkedIn. Um, I had a LinkedIn profile when I was a fucking manager of a restaurant, and I had more connections than this guy. He has ten connections on LinkedIn. Uh, uh, I'm gonna ask you, I don't even know what a connection means, but I know this guy sounds like he's full of shit. And his profile picture is an artificially intelligent, uh, an AI generated picture. So it's not him. It's it's no one. It's it's clearly an AI uh, picture. Mm. Um, he'd made ten connections as of Tuesday. Uh, so um, he'd written one fairly inscrutable post about NFTs. He uh, had pinned to his page uh, two certificates from online courses offered through the World Health Organization, one called Recognizing and Managing Anaphylaxis, and one called Guidance on Developing a National Deployment and Vaccination Plan for COVID-19 Vaccines. Weird, right? Weird to those I mean, only two certificates to be posted there, right? Yeah, um, okay. The links that they that were printed on were both certificates. Uh, both certificates led to a verification page that said they'd been issued to a Xiao Yan Huang, not a Lucas Capetian. Uh, and by Wednesday morning, after the writer of this article, after tried to uh, connecting with Capetian on LinkedIn, 
the profile was deleted on Wednesday. The LinkedIn profile. Yeah. So seven days after he was announced, or eight days-ish after he was announced as the CEO of the company, his LinkedIn profile is deleted. Um, a Sixers spokesperson said, quote, their CEO does exist. I believe he's based in Europe. Right? It's a little bit weird. Okay? But we don't I have, believe. like, so it, 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 maybe you'll get to this, but, like, we haven't seen a Facebook of this person. We haven't seen, you know what I mean, a Twitter. Correct. There's not even a picture. So like, there's not even like a there's photo no, somewhere to no, show up this person. You're right. Google searches resulted in nothing. Social and, social searches search uh, found in found nothing. And has the um, company, has Colorstar talked about this at all? Or? Right. So, uh, though it was, he was quoted in the Sixers press release. Uh, Colorstar was represented by a completely different person named Jerome Heaps. Uh, at the partnership signing ceremony. Yep. Uh, it's not super clear how or why this happened. Heaps is the vice president at a, quote, merchant bank and advisory firm called Veo Partners. Um, and it's it's pretty much just like an extraneous proxy. Uh, according to the Sixers press release, the deal was brokered by a company called Red Phoenix Entertainment, which describes its business as bridging American sports and entertainment with emerging markets. So something that makes sense in the third party yeah. uh, company is real. Red Phoenix Entertainment is real. Uh, Red Phoenix had representatives on the scene of the signing, uh, including CEO Leif Rogers and communication uh, manager Yao Yao. Uh, so this was good for curiosity, right? But uh, the more verifiably real people that were attached to the deal, um, it you know kind of made the the path to the CEO seem clearer. Except, weirdly, uh, it seems that no one on the Color Star side of the Sixers partnership has any interest in talking about it. <laughs> so phone calls, email, direct messages all directed at Heaps, Rogers, Yao, have all gone unanswered and unacknowledged. Um, Colorstar's extraordinarily busted website, which is true. This website is broken, broken. I went through it myself. Um, uh, it, which, for being an internet and technology company, is is very odd. Um, it, the internet, the website makes no mentions of mention of the Sixers deal, um, uh, other than a, uh, a a tab to a picture of uh, uh, the former, the uh, excuse me, Jerome Heaps and Chris Heck, a picture and then just a copy paste of the uh, press release that they that they did. So it's about a two paragraph thing. That's it, right? So, um, but then the the writer of this article, uh, they got uh, in communication with someone who works with Colorstar. So there's light at the end of the tunnel, right? Okay. Colorstar director of communications Douglas Mentally. Uh, he reached out to the defector on Wednesday and offered to answer questions. Mentally's involvement in Colorstar is itself somewhat confusing. Mentally is identified as uh, director of public relations and media at New York-based investor relations firm Skyline Corporate Communications Group, both on the company's website and in his own LinkedIn profile, which makes no mention of a, any kind of role at Colorstar. Uh, Mentally, nevertheless, downplayed his role at Skyline and told Defector he is primarily engaged with Colorstar, where he devotes, quote, 75% of his time and effort at this company that he clearly seems to know nothing about. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense because when asked about Colorstar's representation at the Sixers Partnership signing ceremony, mentally misidentified Jerome Heaps as outgoing Colorstar CEO Basil Wilson. So the guy they fired a week ago, the, the director of communications 
uh, Douglas Mentally mm-hmm. thought that that was him when it was a, a third party, Jerome Heaps. So he misidentified him, um, claimed no knowledge whatsoever of an individual named Jerome Heaps, and was entirely unaware of any business relationship between Color Star and Veo Partners. I just, okay, so. Super weird. This is very strange. The weird thing to me is we wouldn't think a Nash, like a, uh, they've got not maybe not a billion, a hundred million dollar company in the 76ers, right? Would have this? What I just don't know what this deal entails, though. Either that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the? Yeah. So here's the thing. They're in the inter. They're the inter- internet slash entertainment NFT. You yeah. know, AI space, right? Uh, the Color World app is very similar to Masterclass. So the streaming platform uh, mm-hmm. has courses that are taught by you know like celebrity experts. Um, Sixer spokesperson offered the same comparison and added this partnership might include taped interviews with Sixers president of basketball operations or their CEO that could then run on the app's quote leadership vertical. Uh, now it it gets weird because the color the color star uh, press release from December seventh of last year, so over a year ago, said the app's Chinese version had six hundred thousand registered users since its launch in September of that year, uh, and promised an international release at the end of twenty twenty. Um, so the, the platform, the price to access the platform, nine ninety per month, uh, per user per month. And they're tier one, tier two artists, benefits, stuff like that. On the website, there's a picture of MGK. <laughs> you can click on, you can click on, there's just like a picture, right? And so you click on these, these, these celebrities, these, these yeah. artists, right? These people that are supposed to be quote, quote, teaching master classes in a way. And all it does is just show you a poorly pixelated uh, picture of these celebrities and then a one or two line of sentence of, uh, of who they are and what they do. Not how to get Anything. the class, not what you're going to learn from them, nothing, right? Just pictures of these celebrities that seemingly they might not even be on board with. Uh, that's just me. I, it doesn't. It yeah. looks like a Google search or like a stock image kind of thing, uh-huh. right? So um, the video for this, I won't play it over air, but it is broken as shit. It's 90 seconds of just looks like something that you and I could make in, in, the, in the garage in, in 30 mm-hmm. minutes. Um, so uh, so the, the, the author of this article pointed out the profound shabbiness of Color Stars two websites uh, but our, our boy Douglas Mentally expressed surprise and disappointment and described their condition as, quote, pretty embarrassing. Um, so the English language website, which is, of course, what I what I went through, um, is pretty much just non-functional. Uh, there's a, a, a like extreme autoplay video. Um, clicking around reveals how little it works and, up, and, and how little upkeep has gone into uh, making it useful. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll move on here a little bit from the website. Um, so uh, here's the thing where it really gets odd, right? Oh yes. Because it seems so regular. Right. So, so you're thinking it's, it's a couple guys in a bedroom. You're thinking this is, you know, this is, these are some guys in, you know, in China just pulling a scam on, on a major company and they got you know, a couple faces to represent. They made some connections. They, you know, yeah. they did their thing, right? They, mm-hmm. they yep. probably paid a few people to, to make money in the long run. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're way off, um, man. So, uh, so, so let's just kind of go through this, right? So, um, uh, 
it's worth taking a few moments uh, to talk about the, the history of Color Star because this is this is where it gets weird. So uh, the company proposes um, to operate metaverse and you know things of that nature. Um, uh, proposing such a thing uh, is typically you know requires. Uh, it's a, it's a lot of proof. Like you need a lot of evidence to back up yeah. metaverse and yeah. uh, uh, you know anything that anything like that. So, um, what's weird though is that uh, big business moves um, were only getting started uh, in 2018, and an entity called CACM Group NY was incorporated in the state of New York as a wholly owned subsidiary of of a company called. Hui Tao Technology Company uh, or Corporation with the objective to, quote, expand the company's construction material business in the New York Stock Exchange. Right. So, according to a summary found in, okay. the, in the company's 2019 annual report, Color Star began its life way back in 20, uh, excuse me, 2005 as TJS Wood Flooring. And in 2007 was subsequently incorporated uh, in the state of Delaware. Uh, a year later, uh, but still long before TJS Wood Flooring became Color Star Administrator of the Metaverse, <laughs> it was renamed China Advanced Construction Materials Group after something called a, quote, reverse acquisition tra transaction. In 2013, China Advanced Construction Materials Group did something called a reincorporation merger with a wholly owned subsidiary and was suddenly operating out of Nevada. What? Uh, at this point, the company... Can you just do... Like, so, hang on. Yeah. I am not well-versed in... Can I just start a business in Delaware and get a business license? I live here. Can I just go Delaware? I need a business license in Delaware. I think you have to have some sort what? of lease or something. I, I wish Kyle was on the pod. I think he'd know more about that, but I think you have to have some sort of land or own I was gonna something. Say, I would think you'd have to live there or have some sort something, of... Something, right? You'd have a business address, yeah. but a lot of... I, think I can't just email the, the city I want to have my business in and be like, give me a business license in fucking Manitowoc, Iowa. Or yeah, there's third like. parties now that I think that if they're... That they're Especially in a state like Delaware, which is very beneficial to uh, to companies um, seeking like maximum like favorable business conditions, uh, they get um, you know they get a third party like a website or a service involved that are based out of Delaware, and then you you use that as your like LLC base or whatever it is. Okay, so how nefarious is this going to be in the next couple of minutes? Because it seems like China is trying to trying to get us all here. This is what it sounds right. like. So, you yeah, I mean? so so that's that's where it kind of that's where the conspiracy kind of lands is that this company that started as a construction company and then this and that and blah blah blah. Um this 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 article kind of concludes by saying, you know, um they they called pretty much everybody they could get a hold of for Color Star's SEC filings uh, because they are a publicly traded company. Mm -hmm. um, they reached out to anybody who to they finally got a hold of someone who identified themselves as Cassie uh, in investor relations and asked to speak with the company's elusive CEO. She said Capetian was best reached by email, but an email sent on Tuesday to the address she gave Defector had gone unanswered to that point. Cassie has not answered any subsequent calls. Um, quote, we're a publicly traded company, mentally said. And hmm. you know, to have things like this where I find it quite frustrating as well, it's hard for me to explain if we have a shareholder that Googles the new CEO's name and you can't find anything about him anywhere. I so, it's so weird. Yeah. Oh. Like, so, could you imagine? Did the Sixers get in bed with a company that doesn't exist? Is the question. 
And if they be did, the last thing that they need. And here's my question. Oh, ooh, conspiracy time. Did they do it unknowingly through this Phoenix company? Mm-hmm. Right? They're like boom, and yeah. then that Phoenix company got duped by whatever the fuck. Right? It's or, possible. Way more conspiratorial is. Is there someone in the 76ers organization that's like an owner, obviously, that's like, boom, I need to connect this, this, and this because we're going to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and or shuffle money around mm-hmm. or whatever. A lot of questions. A lot, a lot of, questions. of uh, but uh, I don't think this is going to be the last that we hear of this. This, this is the first I've heard of This it. is the first I've heard of it. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, I'm going to ask you about it every week. <laughs> New segment, 76er watch. <laughs> I love it. Are they Xi Color Jinping? star watch. Is, is that what this is? <laughs> is the color? Oh, color, star, oh. Chinese flag. Oh, no. They've been, they've made it. They did it. Done. You've been red-pilled, folks. Uh, heard it here first. All right. Well, uh, thanks for sticking along for that conspiracy theory, but it's... Uh, it's yeah. It's not even conspiracy because we don't have a theory to what it is, but it's just a fucking weird thing that's going on with one of our. Uh, I, yes, I don't understand. Where did you find this at? <laughs> so this is a, this is an article to Defector, but this is all over the news right now. I mean, not all over the all news. Like ESPN ain't covering this, but you do a quick Google yeah. and thousands and thousands of, of uh, things. I are want us to up, all so. be aware of something real quick though, mm. and I and I love it. God damn I'm it! Excited about this. What did Trey do? As Trey Young has twenty seven points. How much time left? Uh, with there's three and a half minutes left. Fuck. <laughs> The, the Hawks are down seven. I'm not going to finish with zero. In, but <laughs> <laughs> zero points the in the month. For the year, really. Yeah, uh, you're right. End of the year, he's done. But okay. uh, yeah, it was a good times. So it's been fun, everybody. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Yay Basketball Overtime. Trey, our special guest here. Thank you so much again for for joining. We appreciate you. Thanks again. Yeah, you got anything for the people? Happy holidays again. Happy New Year. Yeah. And tell somebody about the show. Yeah. Yeah. See, he's plugging it. it. All right. We like it. Justin, how are we doing? We're doing great. Uh, We're hoping Trey Young hits the over. Um, Me and Kyle already won our bets from the last show. You suck. uh, It's been fun. It's been a great year. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, 2021 was a great year. This is our last episode of the year. Mm -hmm. 2022, we are coming at you with a lot of exciting stuff. So be sure you follow along. And don't forget... Yay basketball.